Hi, this is Dr. Duncan McCollum, and welcome to McCollum Wellness Radio. Now more than ever, our country needs to learn how to take care of our own health, and it's my mission to empower you on that journey. Please join me each week as I cover these topics and interview experts throughout the field to bring you the answers you need to reach your maximum health potential. Thank you and enjoy the show. Good afternoon, everybody. This is Dr. Duncan McCollum coming to you live from KSCO Radio. I don't know if you uh, wake up some mornings and you feel like you've been tied to the whipping post, but you know, it happens to the best of us. And uh, if you feel that that's happening with you and parts of your life right now, you know, there's hope because what you think about, you talk about, and what you talk about, you bring about. So, you know, one thing I've I've come to know about myself is many, many times I um, wake up and or sometime through the day something occurs that isn't ideal, an ideal situation for me. Um, I look at that and, you know, in the past that has gotten me down a lot and other times uh, I was able to overcome it more quickly. But, you know, I think if you just kind of, for me, what I do is I just go, what can I do to make this go right? Um, and, you know, sometimes we need to figure out how to make things go right in our life. And that's really kind of what the show is about today. Uh, what you can do, what kind of things that you might be able to pull out of your hat to help others or yourself when things just don't seem to be going your way. And um, I think w- one of the main things is to realize that it's so important for you to set goals. And by setting a goal, whether you have this on your um, refrigerator or on the mirror in the morning where you're uh, getting ready and you can see what it is that your goal is or what your intention is for that day. And we really need to be able to put that intention out and um, remember it and recall it a lot. Because the more we recall our intention, the mind is a perfect machine and it's basically designed to pose and solve problems. So you give it a problem, it will solve it. And uh, so I recommend that you give it good problems, problems that you would like to see the result of. For those of us that worry a lot and or and maybe rightly so, um, there's things that are not going right. People, friends of yours are uh, having a hard time. Um, the world's having a hard time. Various things like this. But, you know, we the true test of anybody is their ability to persevere and make it go right. So I think that that's um, one thing about being in the uh, alternative or alternative healthcare field or... Um, probably like the real natural healthcare field is that we're putting things into place to let the body heal. The body knows what to do. It doesn't need any um, interference. It doesn't need any help. It just needs no interference. As um, Dr. Reggie Gold always used to say, there are three types of interference. There's mental, physical, and chemical interference that can affect your body. And um, 
you know, what, what are we doing on this planet? Why are we here? We're pursuing something. And, uh, you know, I recommend that you figure it out what it is you want to pursue so you aren't the pursued. And uh, if you don't have goals, the, you know, the things are going to come up and bite you. So one thing I like to do is write down my gratitudes. Um, there was an exercise book that we, I used to have. I still have it laying around somewhere. But I would give it to my staff and family. And every morning you would write down 10 things that you're grateful for you know, and then 10 goals and um, 10 concepts that you can live by. And then you would also write down how your day went yesterday and how you perceive your day to go today. And, uh, you know, I, if you decide to do this, think big, you know, because again, the mind is a perfect machine that poses and solves problems. So you want to give it the, the you know, problems of comparable magnitude to the greatness that is in you. You know, we have the greatest physician who ever lived lives right inside of us. It's your innate intelligence and the, the same innate wisdom that can create what anything that you can imagine. You know, you're exactly where you are today based on decisions that you made, circumstances that you got yourself in or were put in, and you know, at this point, it's really up to in the individual to decide what circumstances they want to be in. So don't put yourself in those circumstances anymore. If you are, then look for a sane solution to them. You know, it's uh, there's a, uh, I was listening to the Ron Carson show, I think it was him, uh, talking about um, and I may have the, the programming wrong, but he's talking about, you know, when you have debt, maybe it was, a, it was a different show on KSEO, but when you're in debt or when, when you have these situations, there's always a way to get out of it. There's methodical ways that you can do things in order to lessen that load and that burden, financial burden on yourself. Well, the, the health burden is even a greater um, thing to undertake because stress, whether it's financial, environment, family, work, um, disease, is all going to create this, this substance in your body called cortisol. It's a stress hormone. It's going to turn on what's called the fight or flight mechanism, the sympathetic nervous system. And when this is on, you don't think correctly. You think for immediate survival, like jump out of the way of the train or something along that line. But, you know, you're, it, clearly we know without a shadow of a doubt, when your sympathetic nervous system kicks into gear, the parasympathetic turns down. That's the automatic um, heart monitoring system, the immune system. Um, your digestive system slows down when you're running from a tiger because you don't need to worry about digesting the food. The, dig the tiger will digest it for you. Your immune system shuts down. You don't have to worry about an infected finger with a splinter in it. The tiger will take care of it for you. So the body's pretty smart. It shunts all energy over to the fight or flight mechanism. Just like on Star Trek back in the day, you know, they'd put all of the uh, power to the forward force field so that the Klingons' power rays wouldn't blow the ship up. But they had to put everything down on life support system. 
And that's how your body's life support system works. It's going to uh, rise to the emergency and at the expense of the other um, functions of the body and the way our nervous system, sympathetic, parasympathetic nervous system set up is that brief moment of running from the tiger lasts for you know, a few minutes, either you get away or you get eaten. But let's say you get away, then that calms down and you go back to a nice harmony in your body. Your organs start to work, digestive function better, immune system starts to work better. But the one other thing to be aware of is that the brain starts to work better. Your brain in the fight or flight mechanism is like an, a scared animal. It's running as fast as it can and it won't make the best decisions. It will for immediate survival. You know, if you come to uh, a cliff or a tree and you're being chased by the tiger, well, I don't know which one you would choose. <laughs> Neither one sounds very good, so probably a bad idea. But um, at any rate, it's so important that we take a look at where we are today. Okay, this whole last three years has been so big on the parasymp or the sympathetic nervous system. So many patients have been um, had chronic disease turn on and progress so rapidly. Tom Quinn, who was just on, of course, right before me, and I really appreciate following his show, asked me on his way out today how many patients I've seen that have had adverse effects from the um, events and procedures of the last three years to speak in tongue. Um, and it's, it's amazing the amount of people that have been affected um, with different kind of uh, advanced diseases, um, even morbidities, and um, it's, it's scary. But I got to tell you, right now, we are on the other end of it, and you're on the other end of your life. So whatever happened yesterday that you felt like you were tied to the whipping post is done, and you're now looking at a bright future. So make it a bright future. Write down one thing that you would like to achieve in the next week to a month. You know, maybe it's like you'd, you'd want to put 100 bucks away or $1,000 away. Maybe it's you'd like to buy a gift for one of your family members or help them with their burden. Maybe you'd just like to spend some time with somebody. We are so busy from sun, from can, can see to can't see, as Louis L'Amour used to say, from sunrise to sunset, that we don't often have time to really consider what might be um, some really fun goals for us or some things where we'd be able to help other people or share with other people or visit other people. Because sometimes I know I get up in the morning, I'm running all day long, and then I get home at night, I eat, and then go to bed because I don't have time to um, do everything I want to get done. So it's important to know, write down a list of things that you're interested in and then number them one to 10, one being the most important and then all the way up to 10, what, you know, what you'd like to um, get done or not, because, um, you know, if you don't, if you don't write them down, you're not going to make it happen. So I know the, it's very, very difficult when you are on, when your health is failing, if you're in pain, um, it's very, very difficult for you to put your eyes on other areas. So I think, you know, when, when you're happy and healthy and life's going your way, 
you wake up in the morning and you might have a hundred things that you want to do. You have a hundred goals. Your mind's continually trying to uh, create positive effects. But when you're sick or hurt, there's only one predominant thought, and that's how do I get out of pain? How do I fix this condition I'm in? So there is something that you can do about that. You know, um, if you live locally and you have a physical health condition, um, there's a very good likelihood that our office could help you or other chiropractors or acupuncturists in the area. If you haven't gone to one, um, I recommend that you consider it. You know, there's um, only 7 or 8% of the population have ever visited a chiropractor. That sounds crazy to me and probably to you as well. You think, how could that be that um, you, we hear about chiropractic all the time? You just kind of assume everybody goes but you. Well, you know, it's time to take a look at what's going on with the health in our country and, and go find somebody who can help you naturally. And, uh, you know, that's what we do. McCollum Family Chiropractic in Capitola, I'd be more than happy to see you. Um, I want to um, talk about a couple patients and then we'll play a success story from one of them. But um, I know that you, I've, I've told you about uh, Karen, who we'll hear from in a minute, who came in with uh, several surgeries, um, metal in her low back. They put stimulators in her spine to try to calm down the, the painful nerves. And, you know, so we've had some amazing success with her and you'll hear it. But the other day, somebody else came in with a very, very similar um, problem. It's called arachnoiditis, chronic arachnoiditis. The arachnoid is spider. It's the in, it is one of the linings of the central nervous canal. So down the center of your spine, you have a little sac that's filled with cerebral spinal fluid. And in that sac dangles your central nervous system that comes out of your brain. Then that um, divides and exits at every um, two bones in the body. 31 spinal nerves come out of there. When you have damage, specifically surgical damage, it apparently one of the uh, effects is this thing called chronic arachnoiditis, which is a spider web gets scar tissue in it and chokes and strangles the nerves and causes pain. Well, another lady came in with x-rays actually not worse than the first. And we've been working on her for a couple visits now. And the immediate change that her son noticed of her walking down the hall in the office was pretty neat. And uh, so there, you know, there's hope no matter where you are. And if it doesn't look like we can help you, we'll try to send you to somebody who can. But uh, we're going to hear a commercial from Karen here. And then I'll be back in just a couple seconds. Thank you. You're listening to McCollum Wellness Radio. You've had a few different surgeries in your back. Yeah, at least six or seven, yeah. Yeah, and you have steel putting the last three vertebrae together mm -hmm. and steel in your neck. Yes. And you were still in pain after that. Yes. So they put implanted in your spine stimulation. Spinal cord stimulator, yeah. And did that help you? No, it made everything so much worse. Yeah. And then they revised that twice and added more pa paddles and... 
stitched it all in, it continued to get worse. All trying to resolve the problem that they caused by putting it in, which was a diaphragm cramp yeah. that never went away. Yeah. It started the day I woke up from the permanent implant, and it ended last week when wow. you took care of me. Like, oh, was it last God. week? That's amazing. No, we How were, long was that? How many? Three years. Three years. Almost to the day, you know, March wow. is when it started. I remember you walking in. You you just were bent over. Yeah, because I, I couldn't breathe. Every yeah. time I take a breath, I cramp. So I was yeah. like this. Yeah. And now I'm able to stand and breathe. And The next week you came in and said, well, now my low back is so painful. This is better. Can we do anything for your low back? So we said, well, let's try that. So what happened there? I just want to back up just a little bit. The spinal cord stimulator was implanted because I was having severe pelvic and sciatic nerve pain both sides all the way to my feet wow all the time i couldn't yeah. sit more than 10 to 15 minutes i couldn't sleep more than 20 minutes so i was willing to do that spinal cord stimulator mm -hmm. so just that's an important piece of, but last week you put the trt and the pain stopped and it's all but gone oh i watched God. the 49er game for an hour in a row in a chair wow <laughs> I'm sleeping. Yeah. And uh, I was able to walk on the beach. You're it's really changing everything. Goosebumps. Yeah, those are God bumps. Yeah. Um, and I have them too. Yeah. Um, because I know it's a miracle. Mm -hmm. um, I know. And I, I, I always knew it, the, the problem came from the surgeries because it yeah. started when we started surgeries. Yeah. I, I was a severely frequent urinator, like 20 to 30 minutes, just like getting up out of the chair. And um, it's so much better. Yeah. It's, it's hours. And I'm urinating a sixth as many times. Wow. And we talked about the nerve that come out of your low back where all that metal is. And that makes sense. Goes to the bladder. And those nerves, since we're in here, are the nerves that come out of your low back where your surgeries were. And those nerves go to the bladder. By taking pressure off those nerves, your bladder's working better. I know. It's like a real, yeah. real look. There we go. And see, thou, you could not have done that two yeah. weeks ago. I would have screamed. Wow. Okay, well, that's a pretty amazing story from my patient, Karen, and our whole staff uh, cries when these type of things happen, and they happen very frequently. And... Uh, you know, it's it's pretty amazing. I can't say that it will help everybody out there, but it's worth a try. And if I can help one person a week feel like they have their life back, then I'm doing my, my um, purpose in life. My purpose is to help people. And fortunately, we're getting a lot more than one a week, usually one a day. And uh, so you could do that. You might know somebody who needs to try this, the SoftWave machine. That we have there's when I got mine there were 200 in the country they come from Germany now there's 600 in the country but very few in California yet and we just happened to have one I was the first one in California to get one in fact in private practice so they're using it with a lot of the the football teams and uh, pro teams use it um, even Kevin Durant had it on his ankle when he had this uh when he ruptured his Achilles tendon. So, you know, it's it's going to get, it's going to catch on eventually. They use it in Austria and 
I think every spinal trauma center has them in there. Um, I got it because my arm, I couldn't lift my arm at all, my right arm. I'd heard it so many times since fourth grade, started by throwing a ball and then you know, it would get to ache so much that I couldn't even lift it off the side of my body. And then it would heal, and then it would injure it again, and then heal, and then injure it again. And it got this last time, which was back in um, 2019, it was so bad for probably six weeks I couldn't lift it. I'd gone to, had uh, different type of treatments. Um, I was, I luckily had another chiropractor working with me. And uh, so he could do the lion's share of everything while I was getting well. And then I, um, a friend of mine's a son uh, jumped off a 60-foot cliff and missed the water, shattered both ankles and three vertebrae in his back, his thoracic spine. And they were going to have to put a steel cage around his spine. But uh, Dr. Dan Pompa and his son Daniel found out about this machine by my friend, Dr. Matt Diderot, who've had on the show three times already. And uh, they were able to help him with natural healing with the help of the stem cell machine, the soft wave machine that we have, um, and other natural um, remedies that we use in Health Centers of the Future, which is the Dr. Pompa group I've been in for five years. And um, I had Dr. Mindy Pels on here, who's part of that group, Dr. Um, our Ben Azadi, who you might know as uh, Keto Camp, we're all in the same group and we, uh, we share a lot of the same interest, knowledge, and end up traveling around the country and world together to do studies. And it's really fun. But regardless, I'm getting off the point. The point is that if you want to change something in your life, you can, don't give up. If you feel like you're treading water and nothing's working, you're not getting anywhere, then think of uh, Albert Einstein, what he said, if you continue to do the same thing and expect different results, then, uh, you know, you might be a little bit missing some marbles or a couple um, pieces of bread in the loaf or however you want to talk about it. So, you know, it's really important to keep searching and try things and find some that uh, that people have done that you know, if you can. And then that way you can, uh, you know, have a better chance of making a difference health-wise for you. Uh, the lady that we just listened to, Karen, um, and um, Amy, the other gal, I think they are going to both be live on the show with me in a couple weeks. I talked to them both. They actually are getting together um, and sharing their story about this chronic arachnoiditis that is a diagnosis um, explaining what happens to the spine when it doesn't heal correctly after surgery. And that's predominantly how I believe this condition comes about. Um, but we've had success with it. And I know other doctors around the country with this soft wave machine, the ortho gold that we have, have had success with it and other, many other things. So it's just sound, unbelievable. It sound comes through 3,358 miles an hour out of a wand head and it penetrates healthy tissue and nothing, you don't feel a thing. When you find damaged tissue or when the machine finds damaged tissue, you feel it 
and you can tell that it's doing something. And uh, more often than not, we have um, immediate results to some degree. Um, you heard Karen, it was like remarkable results for her right off the bat with Amy. Sometimes it seems like the worse the condition, the better, the quicker, the quick re results. But regardless, you know, there, there is no magic bullet out there. So uh, it is important to have this thing d done enough times to get the uh, stem cells. It's, it's causing your own stem cells that are lying dormant in your body to uh, be um, beckoned to the area that the machine is being used on. And then those stem cells go in there and start, hey, Chris, those stem cells go in there and start to heal that particular joint or that tissue that is uh, damaged. So at any rate, you know, I think that it's really important to take a look at what your goals are, write them down, especially your health goals, and then figure out what to do about them. You know, the I, I mentioned this a couple of weeks ago that 80% of all of the bankruptcies in this country are medically um, driven bankruptcies. So 80% of the people that go bankrupt do, do so because of a medical condition in their life. Out of those 80%, 80% of them have health insurance. But that health insurance is not enough to handle the catastrophic condition that people come down with. And 50% of those people that have insurance are college educated. So um, just because you have, you know, insurance or college education or, um, you know, try to be as healthy as you can doesn't mean that you're immune to this, this ailing health. And um, as BJ Palmer says, who's the uh, basically father of chiropractic, it's easier to keep a body well than it is to fix one that's sick. So don't wait till it's sick. You want to always stay on top of things and get your body well now. I think what I'm going to do is jump to another commercial uh, break here with Lauren and John. Um, Lauren is a realtor in town. She's had some amazing results with the stem cell machine and does it on an ongoing basis, as well as John, who's a pastor um, in a local community, and he's had some great results too. So we'll be back in just a sec. Thank you. This is Dr. Duncan McCollum, and I would like you to listen to a couple testimonials from my patients about our new TRT machine. You should come try it, but here's what they have to say. Hi, I'm Lauren Spencer, a local realtor. Lately, I've had trouble with my feet, and I'm an avid walker, avid biker, avid uh, golfer, and uh, my feet were aching all the time. And I tried Duncan's TRT machine, which is an amazing stem cell machine that rejuvenates uh, the cells. And my feet, I've had like three or four... Um, sessions with the machine and my feet are like new no aches no pains it's a miracle originally I, I heard about it on the radio and i was a little apprehensive but i came in and got got the treatment and miraculously i mean immediately i got relief and we're talking about three years of 24 7 neuropathy all kinds of pain medical doctors and in one treatment it changed my life I mean, I, it gave my life back because I was able to uh, function and do things 
and not be in excruciating pain and get some sleep. And I'm going to continue to come back, and I highly recommend it to anyone. So call today for your $49 introductory special on the TRT machine to see if it works for you. Call 831-459-9990. 831-459-9990. McCollum Family Chiropractic. Okay, this is Dr. Duncan McCollum back talking about what you can do to keep your body as healthy as possible. And uh, I really um, enjoy um, everybody who jumps on on Facebook saying hi. Um, somebody's asking a question about the David Wolf video that I put on, the, um, on my Facebook. I think it's on my YouTube channel. Dunk, Dr. Duncan McCollum, David Avocado Wolf is an amazing um, health a petition, if that's a word. He's got a big farm in Hawaii and one on the main continent. He's got some of the most amazing supplements and cocoa trees growing on there. And, you know, he's a great guy. I'm going to have him on the show again. I reached out to him and he asked, or he said that he would love to come on my show again. So we'll have David on probably within the next month. Um, anyway, today we're talking about setting goals and, um, Especially if you wake up tied to the whipping post, like some of us feel sometimes. This is the Allman Brothers song I was just playing. And, uh, you know, it's a decision. It can be a decision, a way to change the way you allow your environment to affect you. You know, I think that if you take a look at what the brain does, the brain really poses and solves problems. So if you take a look at a situation and your problem is, or your, your um, thought process is, okay, this is really affecting me, I'm messed up from this, and I'm going to hide from it or run from it, you'll never get on the upper side of it. If you look at it and go, okay, there's got to be a way around this, so I'm going to need to figure out um, how to put myself in a situation where I can command this problem. And the cool thing about the brain's ability to pose and solve problems is you need to give it some good problems to solve. So uh, there's another saying that says, if you want to get something done, give it to a busy person. Because uh, you give it to somebody who's like lollygagging around, you think they have all their times on their hand, they're not going to get it done. So I'm sure you've been to a really busy restaurant, just bustling and bustling and bustling. And the service is great. You go to the same restaurant on a slow day and you go, what the heck? Nobody's serving me. So it's kind of a, an amazing phenomenon that, you know, you, that you want to get, keep yourself busy with the right problems to solve. So that's my message to you. Start to write down what it is you'd like to see happen in the next week to um, 30 days. And maybe even for this year, if you haven't done that yet, where would you like to be? There's a book that I recommend. It's called One Word, just O-N-E, Word. Uh, don't remember the, the um, author's name, but it's a very short book. And it walks you through this process of figuring out your word for the year. And you start reading the book and you go, I already know what my word is. And they warn, no, you don't. Don't even think you do yet. Get through the book. And then by the last chapter, the word does come to you. And it's pretty amazing. I chose mine this year. And um, I'm just keeping that to myself because I think it's more powerful for me to have my own um, 
venue there. But, you know, it's, it's a good thing to do. Set new goals and take a look at where your life is today. Get a piece of paper and put a line down the middle on, on the uh, left side, write um, today. And then on the right side, write it 2024 or whatever your process is. Talk about your physical health. Um, just write down, grade it, even if you need to. What, how do you grade your physical health, your weight? your um, digestion, your respiration, your heart, blood pressure, what kind of medications are you on? Um, Did I already mention digestion? Um, Energy levels. And then, how's my relationship with my family, my children, Um, people I work with? How are my possessions? Do I have my possessions in good order? Um, You know, my vehicle, does it run? Um, Or my vehicles? which one does run, uh, you know, and it's just kind of a good exercise too. Right now, it's still not too late in the year to set your goals for the year. And uh, I know that I'm constantly kind of re- renewing mine. Sometimes I get a little complacent and uh, then I wake up and smell the coffee, as to say, and go, okay, I've got to start to work on this area of my life a little more. So it can be very helpful to be aware of um, those circumstances. So another thing that I think is important is to really look at your relationships with your family. Um, maybe there's somebody that you're, you've had a misgiving with along the way, and um, you kind of left them by the wayside, or they did you, and it's hurtful, and Um, you know, there's so, it's so easy to write them a simple postcard or a little letter that says, Hey, I was thinking about you. Hope all's good. And you don't even have to say, give me a call yet. You just write that you were thinking of them. And those, it's amazing how far reaching a small act of kindness can go. I was just thinking about, um, I, uh, I had missed an opportunity a while back and I felt bad about it because it was something that I, had I been paying a little more attention, I would have uh, been able to do something about it. But I was standing in line at a, uh, one of my favorite health food grocery stores here and I was uh, two carts back from this elder gentleman that was uh, in line ahead of me and I'd been, had a busy day and, you know, all the yada da yada da yada da stuff was going on. But I saw that there was a commotion going on up there. And, um, you know, then I saw everything come out of his cart. And then he was looking angry. And my thought was, what's wrong with this guy, right? And then he left and the next person got served. When I walked up to the teller, I said, I asked her, what was, is everything okay with that gentleman? And she said, well, his, his uh, EDD, ED card or whatever it is that you get, I guess food stamps or food on, didn't have enough money on it to cover his groceries. And I went, dang, I wish I would have seen that or known it because I would have just covered it for him because at that moment I could. And um, I kicked myself for not being more aware. But you know, it wouldn't have been any skin off of my back at that particular moment in time to help this gentleman. So right now, um, 
I was at a seminar a couple weeks ago and they were talking about how angry everybody is these days. You know, the road rage and, you know, people have so little patience for other people, not only people they don't know, but people they do know. And um, I think it's bred out of the frustration of the last several years with the political um, atmosphere and all of the other health stuff that was going on. People have gotten so fed up uh, with all of the emotion involved with it that they lash out in anger. So our Rather than being kind to the person walking down the street or driving in front of you, you know, uh, the result is more of an angry um, response. In fact, the person who was uh, giving the se- seminar um, was had done some research uh, on the internet, and I wish I would have paid a little more attention to where he did, but he said that, that the anger level had gone up several percentage in um, our society. It's kind of a, a sad thing because, you know, I feel it sometimes myself. And I realize that, you know, the all you need is love is what the Beatles song is, right? So it's so important that we um, just look around, see who's out there, who needs some help, who needs to have a little attention. One thing that's been kind of a a curse and a blessing recently for me is, and it happens, has happened throughout my 33 years in practice where I've injured myself. Um, you know, here it is. It's so hard as a healthcare professional to be injured. You're supposed to be the pillar of everything. Well, I broke my back <laughs> when I was 12 and that's what got me into chiropractic because that's the only person that could get me out of pain besides the drugs that mother gave me and then um, the, run, what, the rest of the ones that were prescribed by the Jefferson Airplane and the White Rabbit. For some reason, those prescription drugs were a lot better than the one my parents would give me. But I just had to go ask Alice and I'd figure out what I needed to take. But um, I think, uh, you know, when you take a look at our health in this country right now, We're rated 47th in the world for health. We're the sickest of the industrialized nations. We're the most obese of all of the industrialized nations. Um, 60% of us have diabetes or pre-diabetic. Thyroid medication is one of the top sellers right now. 30% of the population have been diagnosed with some kind of thyroid disease. And these statistics aren't getting any better, yet we're spending more and more money on medication every year, $4.3 trillion on healthcare uh, in 2021, $4.3 trillion in the United States. I don't even know what that is divided by 360 million people, but it's a lot because a lot of people aren't taking any. And even when you look at what Einstein said, you know, about doing the same thing and expecting a different result. Um, That's kind of the health model that was put together. And I spoke about this in the Rockefeller Foundation back in uh, 1910 when they started um, realizing that you could take, you could make a lot of money off of drugs made out of oil, sulfa drugs. So they started a campaign to wipe out all of the natural health colleges in the country. I think there were 180 homeopathic colleges before then. And with the Fletchner report, they were able to um, close most of them down 
because it was a standard of care that they were um, relating out there that if they didn't, if the powers that be or the schools weren't teaching to that standard of care, then it was quackery or whatever they called it. I don't know. Snake oil. Um, But, you know, Einstein says if you do the same thing and expect a different result, you're crazy, right? So if you have something like type 2 diabetes, which the National Institute of Health said is reversible back in 1996, they came out with that, uh, type 2 diabetes is reversible with diet and exercise alone, but you keep taking a pill that doesn't cure you and doesn't kill you, that sounds kind of like Einstein's theory to me. Um, it's not getting you well, but you got to keep taking it, and then it will cause other kind of conditions, um, the, especially relating to dementia, Alzheimer's disease, um, and other dementias from the, a lot of the medications that we're taking. Even things like um, it's, uh, Rolaids or Tums is now being tied to dementia. So this is something that we just are so used to putting into our gullet anytime we think um, that we're sick, you know, or we have a stomach ache. You're, you put Tums in there. Well, what's that doing? It's buffering the stomach wall. What's wrong with the stomach wall? Either too much acid or not enough acid. Usually, believe it or not, it's not enough acid. And so you're eating the food and you don't have enough hydrochloric acid being produced by the cells in your stomach. And it will um, cause undigested food to be in that too long. And that can damage the cell wall. And also, because you don't have enough hydrochloric acid in your stomach, it will allow bad things to grow in there. Bacteria that shouldn't be in there, viruses and uh, other type of critters that um, will be in your digestive system. But yet we're, you know, been sold these um, pills that we take that are supposed to help with, you know, this digestive disorder or heartburn or GERD, gastro reflux esophageal GERD, gastroesophageal reflux disorder. I mean, they come up with these names. I was, what's GERD? How come they're calling it now GERD? Oh, it's gastro stomach, esophageal, the tube food goes down, reflux, the tube, want, the food wants to come back up. So you have a disorder with keeping the food down. And with that comes the acid that's in your stomach and or other um, digestive enzymes that can get up into your throat, cause damage, and it can affect even the little shutoff valve. It's called a sphincter. And then it becomes more and more chronic. So my point is, if you're taking the same thing for something like heartburn for you know a long extended period of time, then um, you're kind of in this Einstein mode again. There's got to be something else that you should do. Because if you leave that too long, it will cause other disorders. For instance, when you change the pH inside your stomach and um, that goes in the next uh, 12 inches is called the duodenum. That's the small intestine, the first part of the small intestine. That's where calcium is absorbed out of your diet into the first 12 inches of your um, small intestine or duodenum. And it has to be under an acidic environment in order for the chemical change exchange to occur so that the calcium can get into your bloodstream through the walls and the channels that are open for calcium and other minerals to get out of your digestive tract into your body. So 
um, when you're chronically eating substances that change or, or calm down the stomach acid, then you're going to upset the small intestine. And also when you don't have enough acid in the small intestine, bugs start to grow in there. And then you start to get small intestinal disorders. And now there's another big word. You'll be hearing a lot more about this soon. It's called SIBO, small intestinal bacterial overgrowth, small intestinal bacterial overgrowth, or CO, small intestinal yeast overgrowth. And um, SIBO, S-I-B-O, SIBO. Anyway, so these are huge disorders that cause so much trouble with the digestive system. And so now you have an upset stomach from incorrect balance of um, the nutrients in there. And then you um, have this, the next stop is a small intestine, the duodenum, as well as the other two parts of the small intestine where food is supposed to be dissolved and broken down in so that when you get into your large intestine, it can be expelled correctly. But uh, since you now have a messed up small intestine, it starts to put in the wrong acid-base concentration in your large intestine. So now this becomes inflamed and it's called IBS or irritable bowel syndrome or Crohn's disease or um, inflammatory bowel disease. Well, that's IBS. So, you know, you start with uh, G-E-R-D, then you get S-I-B-O, then you get I-B-S, and it's all a bunch of BS. So, you know, but if you're being treated for these conditions medically, you need to get in touch with your medical doctor and say, I want to do something to change my condition. So what do I need to do? How are you going to help me if I'm on these medications? Um, what else can I do? But don't do it without them they're them helping you because some of the medications I'm, I'm not a medical doctor I don't know what the side effects are trying to get off some of those are but I do know that it's very important for you to start to um, be on the other side of the cause of your health I started off the program talking about you know um, what your circumstances are you can change anything that you want to change. Our mind has this great ability to pose and solve problems. So give it good problems and allow it the due process of solving them. That's why you want to have your goals up on the board. That's a problem for your for your brain to solve. You know, think big. If you've got health issues, start to look at that as not just a condition that you have, but a condition that you're going to change and you're going to get yourself educated on how to do that. Now, a lot of people don't have the time or wherewithal to do this. You're working too, too much. You've got kids at home, other family members that need their, your attention. And then you, what happens is your health goes down. So you need to um, understand that it may be important for you to carve out a little bit of time for yourself to change your health conditions. That's why getting a piece of paper and writing down, um, put a line down the middle, on the left is today, on the right is what you'd like to see happen in a week, a month, a year, five years, whatever your, um, uh, whatever you think is important for you. You know, some people can think, I need to do this for a day. If I could just get through the day, I would be happy without 
eating sugar or drinking soda pop or something along that line. You know, other people are, hey, I'd like to figure out how to do a fast for a day. I remember the first time I tried to fast, I was probably 60. I'd never missed a meal purposely that I could recall. And even the thought of missing, of doing a 24-hour fast to me was scary. I thought, who in their right mind would want to do this? But then we started looking at the results of doing such a thing. You know, your body spends 60 to 65% of its energy digesting food. So just imagine what happens when you, your body learns how to not have to consume three big meals a day. And where is that extra energy going to go? It's going to go towards your um, body healing itself, to your brain for new projects and goals that you want to do. Um, there's so much more that that energy could be used for other than digesting all of the food that we eat. And I mean all the food we eat because we are the most obese country in the industrialized world. And, um, you know, I was, I, where was I the other day? Oh, I was at a coffee shop waiting for um, some coffee. And I looked around and I was astounded at the state of health of the 10 to 15 people that were in the coffee shop with me. And um, I'll, I'll just leave that to your imagination next time you're in a coffee shop or in a, diff, a different gathering place. Just look around and rate the health potential of the people that you see. You know, 10 being awesome, one being, you know, not very good. And, you know, maybe this isn't a really nice thing to do. What about those poor people in the walkers or, you know, this or that? Well, I, I got it, you know. I mean, I've been injured. I, As a lot of you know, I, my appendix ruptured a year ago, November, and I was in the hospital for five days and would have died if it wasn't for Western medicine. Um, I was first from age 12 to 28, I was in chronic, constant low back pain to varying degrees. Oftentimes I was not even able to walk or get up or feed myself. So I've been there, but I have been um, able to do some of the right moves so that I could actually improve my health. And um, yes, Dr. Wallach says, um, so many people are affected by gluten um, and uh, he's, he's so right. It's the food, the gluten has been altered so much since 1970. There was a Dr. Blalick who uh, won the Nobel Prize for his work on gluten or on wheat. He turned um, amber waves of grain into stubby stalks of wheat. But in doing so, he was hoping to stop world hunger, and he was in Mexico City at the time, in doing so, he created so many thousands of new glutens that our bodies could never adapt to over the evolution of time. How our bodies grow is um, we, the environment and the species mature or evolve together. So new foods that come into existence through droughts and um, you know fires and various other things create new foods but the beings or the the animals of that area learn gradually to adapt to those new foods and develop the correct enzymes um, and also the mainly the molds and bacterias uh, that are which are needed in order to digest them for instance we have a hundred thousand no a hundred billion 
microbiome in our gut. Without this microbiome, we couldn't digest anything. So those microbiome evolve with the foodstuffs. And um, when we have a good diet, we have a much healthier microbiome. When we have a bad diet, we get all kinds of terrible bugs that love to eat bad food and they crave them like Seymour in Little House of Horrors, you know, Little Shop of Horrors. So, um, well, it's, uh, we're getting to the end of the show here. Um, I hope that I made a little bit of sense today. Sometimes I, I have a little bit more of an agenda. I told uh, Dave Michaels when I came in, I go, I'm not really sure what's going to come out of my mouth today. Oftentimes, it's my better shows is just waiting for that divine intervention to come down and tell me what I need to say to one person out there. So if there's one person that this has made sense to today, then um, I'm very happy about that. And um, my shows are now on Monday, 2 to 3, as well as 1 to 2 on Saturday. You can find most of my shows on KSCO's website, on Dr. Duncan McCollum YouTube. Follow me there. All my shows are recorded a video on there. You can go to Dr. to McCollum Wellness Radio Podcasts, any place you find podcasts. I have over 100 podcasts on there talking about this type of stuff. And um, I want to go out with the same thing I came in with. I can only do it for 30 seconds. So in just a minute, we're going to go out with Whip and Post by the Allman Brothers. And love you all. We'll see you next week. Now she's with one of my good time buddies They're drinking in some cross town enjoyed this episode of McCollum Wellness Radio, please share it with a friend and tell them one helpful fact that you learned today. Remember, the best way to learn is to teach.